saying, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, I want to live for thee.
let your spirit go with sitting there singing I I wondered sometimes do we really understand what we're singing for us to keep my heart keep my soul keep my mind every second of every minute of every hour of every day and it gives you a charge that you have to keep amen amen God to glorify so that we are not long before you if you will turn to the gospel as recorded by Luke chapter 2. The gospel as recorded by Luke chapter 2. We'll be reading in your hearing from the English Standard Version verses 1 through 14. Luke chapter 2 verses 1 through 14. I will bless the Lord 
at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth, and my soul shall make her boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Even now, oh, magnify the Lord with me, and, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all old tastes and see. Even in 2020, that the Lord is good. Blessed, anybody trust him this morning? Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went out to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went from Galilee, the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth and she gave birth to a firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign unto you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom with he is well pleased. The word of God for the people of God. If I wanted to label our lesson this morning and tag a title to this text, I would tag it like this, y'all. When it feels like there is no glory. When it feels like there is no glory. Uh, it was not too long ago that we stepped on an elevator that was about 13 stories high, but we went up about 10 stories high when we got to the top my mind and my heart start flooding back memories because when we got to the top, we had to get back into our car. We had just disembarked from a cruise ship. This was the week of Thanksgiving 2019. My mind started to go back, and the reason it started to go back, I can remember just a few days ago, me and one of my sons were on the Caribbean Sea riding jet skis all over the Caribbean Sea, and my mind started to remember. Went back a little further, and I can remember on Thanksgiving Day, me and my wife sat in San Juan, Puerto Rico, looking at the Puerto Rican crowd and eating the Puerto Rican food. My mind was rolling back, y'all. Just a few more hours before that, I 
remember seeing my other son walking on the boat with newfound friends that he had never met before. I remember all the joy. But while we were driving back to Gwinnett County, Georgia, none of us knew why they slept and I drive. None of us knew. Some 180 days later, some six months later, the whole world would be gripped by a pandemic and what we just had experienced would go by the way of the dinosaur. What I'm trying to tell you, it seemed like just a few days after we had all that enjoyment and fun, all the glory of our former life was gone. But I'm coming here to tell somebody, don't let 2020 get you down because God's glory is still with us right now. We serve a mighty and a glorious God. And uh, my favorite preacher, y'all, says that God's glory, one of my favorite preachers, the pastor is my favorite preacher, one of my favorite preachers says this. He says that God's glory is the sum total of his attributes. That if anybody here knows about God's glory, in the Bible, glory means his radiance. And God is radiant God. So if God, y'all, is omnipresent, that means that his, his glory is kissed with all the presence of God in all what is eternal, what we can't see and what we can see. That if God is omniscient, that means his glory is bathed in what we can't see and what we can't see. His knowledge fills the earth. If God is glory, he's omnipotent. That means that his power is touched and kissed by the glory of God and even what you're struggling with with right now in 2020 is soaked and bathed and kissed in God's glory. I'm trying to help somebody. Christmas is just a couple of days off. Don't forget God is still glorious. God is still glorious and and can't you see here in this story that we have read since many of us were a childhood, we've read the story of the birth of Jesus and we've read it in such a way, we've learned it and it has been idealized like this was a great place to be in. But don't you know Joseph and Mary probably wasn't in a good place that they had been given the message of God from the angel of the Lord, but they probably wasn't in a good place, y'all. Can't you imagine a man who ain't even married to a woman yet and her belly is swelling in a new town and they're trying to figure out how in the world have you not married her yet but she's already pregnant and then y'all two got the nerve to tell us that y'all ain't never been together folk were probably talking on the phone about Joseph and Mary the folk were probably at the grocery store talking about how in the world is this going on y'all know their time together probably wasn't too glorious but then those folk who actually say that they got your best interest at heart now they're going to do something for you and not uh, they'll do something against you and not for you yeah. right here in the text it says the government the thing that's supposed to be for the people uh, during this time in Rome there was what they call the Pax Romana it is the peace of Rome and the more I studied the Bible y'all I don't believe the Pax Romana was the peace of Rome it was the peace for Rome and we live in a city right we live in a time right now where the government ain't ain't got nothing to do about the people government got all 
called to do about itself. And then we know it says that the people that were trying to protect Joseph and Mary said, Joseph, you got to go back to your town where you come from and you got to do it because we got to count you because we got to make sure you're going to pay taxes. That it seems like there's no glory. Because the very people that were sent to protect you are now charging you. And I mean, I'm trying to help somebody in 2020. This journey don't look too glorious, y'all. They got to move some several hundred miles from Nazareth down to Judea. And can't you see Joseph with his pregnant wife trying to take care of her along the way this this journey was probably hard on them but Joseph is trying his best to take care of his wife or his betrothed while they are journeying on the way but don't you know glory can show up in a strange place and in an unfamiliar way in this way that even though Joseph and Mary have to travel while she's pregnant and even though they're traveling so they can be taxed by the government when they get where they're going God's glory will reveal who you are Oh, well, Lord, have mercy I have. I wish I had some help this morning because it's right there in the text that God's glory will reveal who you are and particularly who you are in them. When they get to Bethlehem, it says that they had to go to a place where Joseph was in the line of the former great King David. Uh, if you don't know, the reason Joseph had to go back to Bethlehem was because at least one thing is true about Joseph. He was a, a fledgling new carpenter in a new city trying to make his way, make his business go to a point where he could take care of his new family. But then he had to go back home. And one thing that does reveal when he had to go back to Bethlehem was at least in Bethlehem, he had some land down there and he had some folk down there who were willing to take care of them on their way. They get down to Bethlehem and can't you see it? It's a struggle. They've had to travel all this way and had to go all this time while Mary was pregnant. But when they get there, the home folks say, Joseph, we been missing you since you left uh, Galilee, since you left Judea and moved up to Galilee. But thank God during this season, we get to see you again. Joseph gets to Judea and to Bethlehem. And in Bethlehem, it is revealed who he is because even where he has to stay is probably a family member. Yet where he has to stay, he, don't rank, he doesn't rank high enough to stay in the guest room. That, can't you see it? It feels like the glory gone, right? That even though I'm at home, somebody else that made it to Bethlehem before I did, that outranks me in the social ladder. So when I actually have made preparations to stay in the guest room, somebody else is there. Somebody come with me. That even when somebody takes your spot, God has a way to reveal who you are. Oh, I said God reveals who he is. God says that Joseph is in the line of David. And I thought some folk would get happy right there because even though it don't seem like there's no glory. 
the message of God has revealed glory to Joseph. Uh, in other words, Joseph, you might be struggling right now. It might be a bad time right now, but you are in line with the king. That I'm trying to help somebody out right now. You may have lost your job in 2020. You may be underemployed in 2020. You may have gotten sick with this disease in 2020. But you ought to thank God that you are in line with the king. Is there anybody here that knows you are an heir of salvation? You've been purchased by God, born of his spirit and washed in your blood. This is your story. There he is glory because it reveals who you are. Uh, they can't stay in the guest room realm. So Joseph and Mary have to live in the quarters where they keep the animals at night. Lord have mercy. If y'all saw this the way I did, I wish I could preach it the way I see it. That 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 this king who's born of this virgin woman. Uh, Jesus is born and he has to be laid in a place where animals feed. Jesus, Joseph, and Mary are now, uh, she's given birth and she has wrapped him in cloths. That was not anything new, but she wrapped him in cloths. But what was really new about the scene was she had to lay him in a place where animals fed. And if you like me, it looked like there is no glory. Because the Savior of the world is not, he's not in Jerusalem, in the holy city. He's in Bethlehem. And not only is he in Bethlehem, he's lying in a manger. But I tell you, God can still get his glory even when his son lies in a manger. Because it says that when Jesus was born, the angel of the Lord went out to the countryside. And if y'all like me, I got a little happy right now. Because the angel of the Lord, Bethlehem, was only a few miles from Jerusalem. The holy city where King Herod and the temple was in all of its great accoutrements laid in gold. Herod's temple was about as immaculate as anything in Jerusalem. But God's king was born not in Jerusalem. He was born down the street, across the road, across the track, on the other side of town in Bethlehem. Is there anybody here that can identify that even though I was born down the street, across the tracks, God got some glory for me too? There is some glory here because third shift shepherds uh, got the message before the king did, y'all. I wish y'all heard me that, that the folk working on the third shift of the night. In the darkest night, don't miss it, y'all. In the darkest of night, somebody who's like you and I didn't have a lot of money. Didn't have a lot of heritage. But I thank God over in the, the night, God had the nerve to take his angel and go see some shepherds. 
But if anybody here like me and you go to the Old Testament, I praise God that he identifies with folk on the low end of the social ladder. That our God is not just a God who loves shepherds. David said, our God is a shepherd. Is there anybody here? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. Lead me beside the still water. God just don't identify with shepherds. He is a shepherd. God, he is identifying with shepherds. And I know y'all, we... We see their condition. They had to travel a long way. Uh, the world don't look like it should look. Uh, you got the king of glory lying in a manger. And sometime over in the night, the, the angel of the Lord appears to the lowly shepherds. Uh, our, the irony of this is that the sheep over in Bethlehem were probably made for the glorious slaughter over in Jerusalem. But what they didn't realize was the greatest shepherd was laying in Bethlehem. And so the, uh, the angel of the Lord appears to them, y'all, and when it seems dark and dreary, when it seems like it's the worst part of the night, it's amazing to me this story because it says when the angel of the Lord showed up, that the shepherds of God became fearful. Now, now if you're like me, shepherds, they, 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 they stare fear down the eye of the barrel of the gun every single night. David can tell you that when I was a shepherd, I had to fight lions, bears, and tigers. Oh, my. That, that, that that it's amazing though, but when the angel of the Lord showed up and God's glory was revealed in the nighttime Bethlehem air, they became fearful. But then the angel said, shepherds, you don't have to fear me because what glory follows me, also I bring good news. And I don't just bring good news, I bring Good news of great joy. Uh, for on this night to you is born in the city of David. A savior who is Christ the Lord. In other words, his message y'all was that the king don't sit in Jerusalem. That the king is laying in a manger in Bethlehem. And if there's anybody here that can thank God, thank God my king lays in places that I can identify with. That I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but that's okay, my savior wasn't either. That he was born and it said the glory of the Lord shone around about them. And then it says when he made his announcement, and that's why I thank God for Salem Baptist Church. I know God's spirit is real. Because it, it didn't take much for the, uh, the angels to start singing, but just the news that he showed up. Is there anybody here that knows uh, Christmas is on the way, y'all? And I don't care if you don't have anything under the tree, just know 
that the reason we got Christmas is because he showed up. And when he showed up, you got some glory that's going to be with you. So he, he said that this is going to be the sign to you. I need you to go find him because he's going to be lying in a place that you know about. Thank God that Jesus was lying somewhere where I could find out about him. He was lying with the uh, animals in a manger. And that was the weird thing. The shepherds probably had never seen a baby that was lying in a manger. But he said there's going to be one. On tonight that when you get there, just look for the wrapped in swaddling clothes and look for him lying in a manger. And then after his announcements, said the angels of the Lord start singing. And don't you know, anywhere Jesus is, we ought to make his praise glorious. In other words, that Jesus had moved his house from heaven down to earth. And when he moved, glory came with him. That even down in Bethlehem's stable, God's glory was laying there. And I'm trying to help you in 2020. I know we've been ravaged by this disease. I know there is death all around us. And I know you got doubt, but I'm trying to tell you God's glory is still with us. If there anybody here that knows his glory is still with us. Good morning, Salem, and good morning, Church of God. May the Lord bless you, and may he do that real good. But on my way, I got to tell you that his glory is still with us. His glory is still around us. When I was a little bitty boy growing up in Madison County, Georgia, little bitty church called Springfield. They used to sing a song, y'all, every Christmas. Sang this so much that I looked like my sons. It got on my nerves. I said, here they go. Again, singing this old tired song on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day. But don't y'all know that it just took a few risings and settings of the sun and that song got deep down on the inside of my heart. And they said, hark, the herald angels sing. Jesus, the light of the world. Glory, 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 glory to the newborn king. Jesus, the light of the world. And is there anybody with me that knows we'll, we'll walk in the light. The beautiful light come where the dewdrops of mercy are bright shine all around us by day and by night Jesus he is the light of the world you got some joy now your day has just been brightened up because Jesus is still the light of the world Ain't nothing under my tree, but I thank God that I got glory all around me because he is, he is.
this Sunday morning. That glory showed again. He got up with all power. He is the light of the world. Can you praise him? Do you have joy? Is there somebody here that can thank God for his glory? He is glorious. And you want to make his praise glorious. Make his praise glorious. Make his praise. this morning. Today is such an awesome day and we thank God for the word of God because the glory of the Lord has been revealed. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, thou shall be saved. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Not only is this the day to give the Lord your life, this is the season. This is the, this is the time that you should consider in your heart that I'm not going to leave this pandemic. I'm not going to leave this moment. I'm not going to let this opportunity pass me by. The word ha have been lifted. God has been glorified this morning. So if you would consider wherever you find yourself, you might find yourself in a bad situation. You may be even listening to us from a hospital bed, but you have not received or you have not asked Jesus into your heart. This is the moment. This is the time for you to say, Jesus, I need you. I yield, I yield, I can't hold out any longer. So wherever you find yourself, whatever destination you have arrived, this is the day that you should say, the Lord, come into my heart. Beautiful light, come where a mercy shined on the 
listened to your heart and you've asked him to forgive you for your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness, what you said to yourself is that I believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin birth. I believe that he died on an old rugged cross. I believe that he was buried and on the third day he got up with all power in his hand. I believe that he ascended unto the Father and now he sits on the right hand of the Father making intercession for me. What you have said is that I do believe that he is coming again. So if you have believed that in your heart and confessed it this morning, we ask that you would call our church office and you want to become a part of a Bible-believing, teaching church. You want to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. You call our church office and we will be glad to welcome you into this body of baptized believers. And if this is not the church of your choice, if this is not the place that is convenient for you to worship, our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Richard B. Haynes, will direct you and give you guidance to a church that will uh, disciple you in the ways of Jesus Christ. We want to say to you this morning, God bless you, and welcome to the church of God's family. Jason, thank you so much for just allowing the Lord to use him in such a in such a mighty way and in such a clear such a clear way. Any of you who are parents gotta understand how this feels. <laughs> You're a parent, you gotta understand. You gotta understand. I I try to be cool with it, but you gotta understand. <laughs> How, how this feels, and I do thank God every day for allowing, allowing me the opportunity to be the steward that had responsibility over that young, that young life. Let me just share uh, some information with you, and then we're going to go into the Lord's Supper. Uh, I want us to be in prayer uh, with Rev, uh, Rev, <coughs> Reverend Marsha Phillips. Sister Mignon both, uh, they had an aunt to go home to be with the Lord, and we just want to be in prayer with them as they continually, as they continue to go through going through. So let's just continue to keep them in our prayers. Also, the family of Sister Barbara Jean Lester. Sister Barbara Jean Lester went home to be with the Lord. Uh, those of you who've been around Salem for a while, you remember Barbara Jean. A uh, common face around here and a common voice. And we just want to thank God for that life. Thank God that he allowed us to get to know her. And let's just pray for her family now uh, as they go through this 
period. Let me share with you that there will be service on Christmas Eve. Now, it's going to be just like this one. It's going to be just like this one. And we'll start at 10. Uh, I'm sorry, at 11. Uh, it will be a, ser- <clears throat> a service that is just like this one. You'll be able to tune in from home. But we want to just go into the new year together. So we're asking that those uh, who are our worship leaders and those who can will just share with us here and you just share with us from home. Uh, We're looking forward, we're looking forward to that night and we're looking forward as a church family, as we always do, to all of us being together as as we go into a brand new year. Uh, let me ask <clears throat> let me ask that you will just continue to pray uh, this period. Yes. <laughs> That's why you thank God for children. <laughs> That's why you thank God. See y'all standing, y'all, y'all love me so much that y'all gonna let me go right on. <laughs> And they over there in the corner say, oh, you're messed up again. You're messed up. No, not Christmas Eve. New Year's. New Year's. New Year's. Watch night service. Watch night service. So we, there will be watch night service. Let's get that right. There will be, there will be a watch night service. We look forward <clears throat> to having everybody join with us there. Let me just solicit your prayers again. Uh, during this period of being away and being out, it seems like this has been my repair period. And uh, so I'll be, <clears throat> this coming week, uh, I'll be undergoing another minor surgery uh, on Tuesday. Uh, so I, I just figured that while we shut down, I might as well go on and get everything fixed. <laughs> and that's basically what it's a boiling to. While we're down, I'm just going to go to the shop. Try to get everything fixed so we come back together. <laughs> Amen. That, that's what Reverend Bush just did. We're just getting everything set in order. <laughs> just getting everything set in order so when we come together, we'll be, ready to, we'll be ready to run. So you all just pray for me on Tuesday again as we go and try to finish up some of this work that we need. Should have probably should have been done a long, long time ago. I do pray that we all have just a wonderful Christmas season, a wonderful Christmas holiday. Uh, my prayer is that every member of this church, and I hope you're tuned in today. This sermon today was for us. This sermon today was for us. If you're not careful, you'll let this world drive you crazy. <laughs> if you're not careful, you will forget. <laughs> they, they will completely blind you to the fact that God's glory is all around us. So all of us, we have the right to have a Merry Christmas. Some folk got to force it, but we got the right to have a Merry. My, my prayer is that each one of you, each one of you will. Have a, our chairman of deacons is coming. Amen. God bless you, Deacon Reed. You, you received uh, earlier our during last week an email blast that uh, spoke about the uh, Christmas present, Christmas gift that we want to give 
to our pastor and our first lady. So, so I pray that uh, you'll be reminded of that. And also uh, those that did not receive that, uh, if you'd like to give a give your gift via Givelify, just do that with a note that just says pastor's, Chris, pastor's Christmas gift. Amen. So we just pray that you'll just join in with us and celebrate uh, this pastor and wife team who has been such a blessing to us. They work tirelessly. They work selflessly for us, even during this time and even before. So we just thank you. We solicit your your uh, participation at this time. Amen. I bless you. I remember the time when I knew everything that was going on in this church. <laughs> Amen. I guess I'm slipping a little bit. Deep. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. God keep you. Let me go ahead now and wish the queen a happy birthday. Tomorrow is Beverly's birthday. <laughs> Tomorrow is Beverly's birthday and she'll be. <coughs> amen. Amen. Y'all can call her and ask her how old she is, but God, God has been good. God has been good and he is still blessing her. So we just wish her a happy birthday on tomorrow. Let us prepare ourselves now for our observance of the Lord's Supper. Out him and mocked until he died. Two thieves were nailed beside him to share the agony. Ah, but one of them cried out to him. Oh, Lord, remember me. Oh, what a shame to kill him. There on the rugged cross. But such a death was needed to rescue all. The loss of his blood was made a ransom to set the captives free. Oh, I know that I'm included and he
God, we pause now to thank you for the manger. Thank you for the babe that was in that manger. And thank you, dear God, for all that that baby means to us right now. Father, as we look around us, as we look around us, dear God, and see destruction and death all around us, dear God. We continually drawn back to the babe in the manger who was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity. When we now look around and see all of the meanness, see, dear God, all of the destruction and all of the hatred around us, we're drawn right back to the manger where the baby lay who came to teach this world how to love and to love everybody. Father, we thank you for the manger. Now, dear God, we want to thank you for what that babe came to do. The baby came, dear God, to grow as a man, show us how to live, but came to die. Die on a cross that all of us might have a right to the tree of life. Father, we just want to say thank you. Not just that he died, dear God, but he took the sting from death, robbed the grave of his victory, and got up early Sunday morning with all power. So today, dear God, we come to remember. Remember all that you've done for us through your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Am called to go. When I have crossed this jealousy, will he, his love that show? Oh, yes, he heard my people cry, crumble, did set me free, and we. Bound and set me free. 
Come now, it soothes my doubts, and it comes all of my fears. Yeah, yes, and it Yes, my, yes, 
but that wasn't where I was. But I'm glad that it flows. It flows. Yeah, yeah. To the Lord. Oh, yeah. The blood. Yeah, yeah. That gives me strength. Oh, yes. Oh, run Said, This is my body, take and eat. After which he took the cup and says, This is the new covenant, the new testament in my blood. Take and drink you all of it. And as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death. Until he comes. It's so good to have all of you, wherever you're worshiping from. It's so wonderful just to be in your presence. It's amazing. It's amazing that you can be socially distanced and still be spiritually connected. And I thank God for that. I feel the connection. And we just celebrate now the connection that we have. And thank God that even though we cannot be together physically, God somehow has connected us all together. There is a tie that binds us, a tie that binds us in Christian love. And we pause now and we thank God for that tie. Yeah, and, and it's amazing that it's a tie that is so strong that according to the word of God, not even the gates of hell. <laughs> can prevail against this thing that has tied all of us together. So as we prepare now to leave, let us all stand those here. Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love, the fellowship of kindred minds. Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in love, the fellowship of kindred minds is of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us all say, oh.
several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.